Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, the, we, we asked you back to the text that has taken us quite some time to uh, tackle. And interesting, right now I'm only dealing for the last, this is the part three of a, of a sermon of the last statement of that passage, which I'll read through. And the passage, which is part three, is, Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told me. I believe God that it shall be as it was told me. So we're talking about faith. We're talking about a principle of faith. And I want to remind each one of us, as the Bible teaches us, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that comes to God, what does the Bible say? Come on, I want to hear you well. Must believe that he is. And that he rewards those who diligently seek him. And we also have studied along the way that God will always make a distinction between those who serve him and those who do not. So when you're involved in the work of the Lord, consider yourself privileged in that God will distinguish you. Hallelujah. Can you tell yourself, God will distinguish me? Come and say it like you believe it. You see, well, as we say that God, we believe that God has no double standards, and sure enough, he has no double standard. Because he looks, his eyes look across the world, but he chooses to show himself strong. On whose behalf? On behalf of those people whose hearts are royal to him. Hallelujah. Can you be able to declare like you, you, you say and say, I am royal to God? Can you declare, let all men be liars, but God be true? Hallelujah. So this is part three of that final statement. But I welcome you to read the whole account. Uh, I welcome you to be able to review. One of the most important things is for you to know that all these sermons, when they go online, they remain there. So even if you missed any notes, you can go back and re-listen to that. But this is one of the most fascinating accounts, and I've studied and read this so many times, but I didn't know uh, I, I kind of caught my attention to see the relevance of the storm that the world is going through right now with the storm that uh, Apostle Paul was going through and uh, it, it's, it's very very interesting to understand that uh, this storm was a serious storm that had threatened their lives except for God's intervention and God is always intervening 
on behalf of his people. I say God is only always intervening on behalf of the saints. And we can trust him. We can declare our trust in him. And we can always tell ourselves. Uh, and, and, and I like uh, uh, where the scripture says that they spoke to one another. It is good that we can speak to one another. Hallelujah. And encourage ourselves in the Lord our God. Yes. Even when all around us looks uh, like it's hopeless, we can be able to talk to each other and encourage each other. So Acts 27, again, I don't have to go back far, but to tell you that Apostle Paul, after hearing from God, and when an angel of God spoke to him, he declares that to whom to, to, uh, that uh, the angel of God to whom I belong, whom I serve, told me, "Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who are, who will, who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, man, for I believe God." Now, when hardships come, it is easy for me to slip back into my familiar pattern of what ifs. What if it doesn't work out? What if God doesn't answer my prayer? But you know, the good thing to say, why don't you tell yourself, suppose God answers my prayer. Why do you want to be on the negative pedram of saying, well, if suppose God does not answer. And we all know that God answers prayer. Amen? You know, you, you are here today as a testimony of the fact that God answers prayer. I like some of those simple choruses we used to sing. God answers prayer in the morning. God answers prayer at noon. Hallelujah. And God answers prayer in the evening. So keep your heart in tune. My need to know the outcome takes over. I come face to face with the unknown and I, and I panic. I forget that God promises never change. Now, and, and remember, the Bible says in the book of Joshua 21. Joshua 21, and this is a passage I would like to read as well. Can we all visit the book of Joshua 21? Uh, and I'll be reading verse Joshua 21. Uh, we can read from verse number 43. Uh, if you have your Bibles, whether it's electronic or whether you, you have a uh, the, 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 the solid print. Uh, let's just visit that passage of Joshua. And what we are looking in this passage of Joshua is the book of Joshua, the 21st chapter, and where the focus here is 43 to 45. Are you with me? So the Lord gave to Israel all the land which he had sworn to give to their fathers. And they took possession of it and dwelt in it. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. That they dwelt in it, or dwelt therein. And the Lord gave them rest. Hallelujah. God gave them rest round about according to all that he saw unto their fathers. And there stood not a man of all their enemies before them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hands. Hallelujah. What I like and what I'm highlighting is verse 45. If you are looking at verse 45, let us read it in concert. What does it say? Whatever translation. There failed not out of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. Hallelujah. God will deliver on his promises. God is not like man. A man can promise and a man can be limited. I say a man can be limited because of their capacity. But our God is all powerful. Our God is all knowing. Our God has everything that he needs to deliver on every of his promises. And he tells us I'm the Lord that heareth you. And God will fulfill this. God says I will protect you. God says I will defend you. God has given us a promise. Hallelujah. He has promised to provide for you. And he is going to do it. Hallelujah. And he has done it before and he will do it again. For it failed not. Hallelujah. Not a word of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to the house of Israel all came to pass. Amen. I say all came to pass. And that is why this is consistent with the account we have where, Paul, where Apostle Paul tells these people as he concludes a conversation he has had with them and he tells them hallelujah I believe God that it will be as it was told me Amen. and we always need to appreciate that everything we have we have it because we have received by faith even the very salvation we profess we received it by faith. And it's very, very important to understand that with God, the faith business is serious business. Hallelujah. Faith business is what? Serious business. Yeah. And that's why you have to choose the kind of people you walk with. Because your success in life would depend on the people you walk with. Hallelujah. Yeah. In the first place, there's a guy full of the Holy Ghost. He was not very educated. But he has produced a hymn. And where the Kabati comes from, they use that hymn. Hallelujah. And what did this, this man say? He read of the Holy Spirit. He said, Nye diedaga utuarana na 
Let me interpret this. I don't like walking with people who are doubters and fearful. Those kind of two people. Doubters and fearful. Hallelujah. And they also have sung a song that we are the one who guides us ni Jemandari. Hallelujah. The Jesus who leads us. He is the captain of the host. And he has never lost any battle. Hallelujah. He will not lose the battle against Corona. Corona will be defeated by the captain. The captain. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus Christ will bring judgment against coronavirus. And it will be a thing of the past. It will be a thing of the past. Hallelujah. It will be a thing of the past. And it is coming sooner than you know. Because it is, he is able. Why? Not a word failed. Not even one word failed. Not a word failed. Of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel, all came to pass. Hallelujah. All came to pass. Yes. It came to pass. You know, in life, you need faith. Hallelujah. Everything we do in life, we do it by what? We do by faith. Yeah. Even those of us who are married, it's an act of faith. Praise God. That you decided you are, you, you, in fact, do you know many things that you promised your wife before you married her? You are only promising her by faith. Am I talking to anybody here? Because when you are talking to somebody and you want them to commit themselves the rest of their life to you, at least you need to give them hope. Hallelujah. And you can be able to tell them, I believe God. God will help us in this journey. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, there are young people because of doubting, they don't dare. And I keep challenging them. Yeah, challenge them open. I tell them, if you eat every day, consider, even if she comes and she's not working, you can share that food and both of you will leave. Praise God. Just share. But most likely, she also not be coming empty. Something. Praise God. Young man, how long are you going to stay alone because of doubting the promises of God? How long are you going to be lonely? Don't you believe the word of God says it is not good for you to be alone? Hallelujah. And I challenge young people from this church. 
Amen? Oh, your work, enda uonge na msichana umpatie tumaini. Kama huna buzi na ama ngobe ya kupeleka, na mimi ni mchungaji wako, nita kupatia yu ngobe upeleke. Na harusi, we don't need a party. Praise God. Muende muaze maisha. Mutukuze Yesu. How many people get that kind of promise? <laughs> Praise God. You should hear my story when I got married. Yeah. Just look me out, I'll tell you. <laughs> I had very little to myself. Praise God. But I had God. And all you need is who? It's God. Praise the Lord. In the book of Joshua, in chapter 19 to 21, we see the continuation of the division of the land among the 12 tribes of Israel. Chapter 20, uh, 20 specific, uh, specifically deals with the six cities of refuge. And I, I challenge you to go and review that book. Chapter 21 reveals the 48 cities that were to be given to the Levites. These cities were to be given from within the borders of all of the other tribes so that the priests and ministers of the Lord would be nearby all the people of Israel. Hallelujah. Can you tell yourself, it's good for me to have a priest in the neighborhood. I don't stay too far from a priest. <laughs> That's what we are finding here. The location, did you see what I said? Yeah? That the Levites who are not really given the you know, it says that this, let me read one more time. These cities were to be given from within the borders of all the other tribes so that the priests and ministers of the Lord would be nearby all the people of Israel. Is that what you're seeing? Now, the Levites were not really given a possession of land, but they were provided cities to live in and suburbs and their cattle to graze in. The verses that really captured my attention in this chapter are what we have just shared in verse 43 to 45 where it says that God held up his head of the bargain. He did everything that he said he would do. He promised them land and he delivered the land to them. Hallelujah. Brethren, kama kama wakati ulikuwa shule ungeambiwa wewe utaishi mjini wa Nairobi na utakuwa na nyumba yako Nairobi. Wana sifiwe. Nairobi, wapi? Nairobi. Ah? Unajua I don't know about you, but some of us come from backgrounds where your father did not have too much to themselves. So you can only attribute where you are to, to God. And this God ever remains faithful. Do you know, weka 
tumaini lako ndani yake na ukae pale praise god don't give up on your hope in god so god held up the end of them again he promised them victory over the inhabitants of the land and he gave it hallelujah he promised them, he promised them provision all along the way and they were provided for in fact the only time that things did not work out as they were supposed to was when the people did not listen to god's instruction and acted, acted outside his will that's the only time when they acted out he said his will we can trust in the promise of god there are many promises in the new testament some of them are some of them are unconditional like our salvation once we have placed our faith in christ however many of them are conditional upon obedience and faith upon what obedience and faith god says that if we will follow him he will do everything for us for instance he says that he will provide us uh, rather he will provide for us he will protect us he will give our, our lives a purpose why not find and believe in god's promises for you today and why not do what he says that you have to do because when you do what you need to do god will keep his side off the bargain in Hagar's first trip to the desert, God made a profound promise. One she could hold on to if she ever felt herself slipping into a place of doubt. The second time he told Hagar what to do and reminded her of this assurance. Go to him and comfort him. For I will make a great nation from his descendants. He promised to give Ishmael hope and a future consider that remember the case of sarah and uh you know, you know the story amen but god still said you see go back go to him promise to give ishmael hope and a future just like jeremiah 29 says I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Hallelujah. I know them, God says. Thoughts of what? Of peace. You bring that scripture if you can. Very quickly, and I'm running out of time here soon. That God says, I know the thoughts I have towards you. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil what has God promised to give you a future and a hope praise the Lord so you are not hopeless I say you are not hopeless and you have a future God has said he will give you what future So, understand Hagar's heart. I've, you know, maybe some, some of us can say I've been there. And maybe, maybe you have 
been there. Discouragement can chase away our hope. But God's unending mercy shows us that his promise don't expire. I say God's promises don't expire. Whatever God has promised does not expire. Yeah. It has no expiry date. <laughs> God's promises have no expiry date. What a promise. They are yes and amen. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, they are amen. 2 Corinthians 1.20 For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. The glory of God through us. He brought them out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Yes, he did. Worship team, you can begin taking to your positions. Even when the people worship team, priests, even when the people were pursued by Pharaoh as they left and faced a slaughter, did God not send his messenger Moses to say to them, God's promises endures through even the toughest of trials? Exodus 14 13. Do not be afraid. Hallelujah. Start still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, hallelujah, you shall see their faces no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace. He parted the sea and ushered them through a safety on dry land. And just as they closed over, God sent the sea crashing back down into all their enemies. Time and time again, he reassures them, saying, Be strong and be courageous, for I am with you. Be strong and be of good courage, for I am with you. I submit to you saints that God is unshakable and we can build an unshakable, we can, we can build an unshakable lifestyle in him or through him. Only in him. On Christ, the solid block I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Our God is altogether reliable. Our God is trustworthy. Our God is dependable. And whatever he promises, he will fulfill to the letter. Therefore, it is safe to say there is no uncertainty in God. Considering these truths, you and I have a reason to cheer up. We have a reason to stop panicking and start enjoying abundant living. That is why Paul says, take heart, be of good cheer, for I believe it shall be as it was told me. Today I challenge one of, each one of you to choose this day to stand in Christ in the midst of life storms, in the darkness and in the light, by declaring, I belong to God. I am his servant. I believe that he will do just like he said he would do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
There are a few scriptures that I have to read out because I've run out of time. I want to stand up on our feet. Kwa ke Yesu nasi mama diye mwamba ni salama the close of this service you've heard the message and you know you are dealing with situations that have created doubt and anxiety in your heart maybe you are there and you have listened to this sermon and maybe you are saying really is everything the bishop is saying true but I can challenge you to try him try Jesus you have tried everything and it has failed. I challenge you to trust him, to try him. There's a number on the screen where you can communicate if you're making a decision for Christ. Wherever you are around the world, you can make a decision for Christ. A decision to commit yourself to Christ becomes your lifeline. And you will see God's faithfulness. Make this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you today. Forgive all my sins. Give me a hope that no one can take away. I declare my trust in you. I declare my confidence in you. It is you who have promised you are able to save to the uttermost those that come to you by faith. And that is what I do today in Jesus' name. Amen. And maybe you're there, you're saying, Pastor, I need prayer. I'm battling a situation. Maybe you have a sick friend. Maybe there are issues that are disturbing you. I want you to make this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, I want to acknowledge that you are my promised help 
in the time of need. Therefore, come and calm my fears. Come and ground me in a truth that will keep me secure. Lord, I pray, help me to keep hope alive, not only for myself, but for my family and for all those that are influenced in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, dismiss us with your favor and blessings. We also enjoy the prayers done by Leverett Miano about the division of revenue bill. And we declare an order that tomorrow when the senators meet, they will pass the bill, the right bill that needs to be passed so that the money can go to the counties and help the people. We also pray, dear Father, that the Nairobi City uh, government, uh, including the new uh, established outfit, will be able to resolve the issues that touches on the medics of our city so that the, 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 the threatened strike does not take place, especially considering how much uh, on demand they are for the scourge we deal with. But I pray, Father, that you come and give us your victory. As a church, help us to remain firm. Because it is you who tell us what we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So we continue to do our work to bind coronavirus. To declare it will not continue disturbing and disrupting our lives the way we know them. And Father, we would you remove the wave of this virus, not only in Kenya but around the world, for your glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. God bless you.